Well, welcome to On The Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff. And however, wherever you may be listening or watching today, we're so glad you're tuned in. Whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, or if you are listening on the radio or maybe on your favorite podcasting app. Pastor Jeff, I'm excited about our topic today. We're talking about having a spiritual appetite. Mm, Now, (laughs) let me ask you as we get started, what is your favorite fast food restaurant? Oh, gosh. Ooh. Those taco trucks are probably my favorite. Would that be considered a fast food restaurant? I, I guess so. I mean, I guess Taco Bell. But I haven't eaten Taco Bell since college because, you know, I, I can't handle it anymore. That's... Well, well, maybe I ought to re-ask the question. What was your favorite fast food restaurant? And you tell me you hadn't eaten at your favorite fast food restaurant since college? Uh, no, I haven't. So, you're But not, I still love it. You're not like a Chick-fil-A guy or anything like um, that? I, is it? Is it? I mean, I don't. Can I say this on yeah. the radio? Yeah, you can. Go ahead. I'm not. Sh- I'm not a Chick Fil A super fan. You yeah. know. Well, make sure. I mean, I'll s- eat it. Make sure you send those <laughs> emails to Pastor Jeff. All right. Man. I'll eat it, and I recommend everybody else eat it. It's <clears throat> awesome. But I'm just not. You know, if there's a choice between Chick Fil A or Qdoba, I'm probably going to go to Qdoba mm. and get uh, something. <laughs> well, now that we've lost half the audience, yeah. <laughs> let's keep going. This all guy right. So know what he's we, talking about. Uh, we're talking about. <laughs> The eight keys, the eight secrets that Jesus gives us in Matthew chapter Mm. 5 for satisfaction. We're all looking, we're all searching for satisfaction, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6 today, Pastor Mm -hmm. Jeff, if you maybe want to kind of read the text. And and let me set it up by telling our listeners, he's not talking here about food, he's actually talking about hungering and thirsting for satisfaction, but he uses physical hunger as an example for spiritual hunger. Yeah, and Jesus does that a lot. Yes. He uses, especially when he's talking to the woman at the well, he's talking about physical thirst. Mm -hmm. He's using that as a springboard to talk about spiritual thirst. And so he says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, this is Jesus speaking in his Sermon on the Mount, Uh, Probably the most famous sermon that Jesus ever delivered while he was here on earth. He says this, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. It's verse 6. Yeah, I mean, you you would think that if there was ever a time that people would be satisfied, it would be today. We have more Mm -hmm. opportunity, more convenience, Mm -hmm. more choices, more blessings than ever before. But satisfaction is not found in having the right circumstances, Mm. but in really having the right attitude. That's why someone calls the Beatitudes the attitudes that ought to be, you know, not in what I have, but who I am, Mm. not in having the right conditions, if you will, because what Jesus is saying is satisfaction is a choice. So how can I choose satisfaction? Uh, in spite of my circumstances. I mean, uh, why are, Pastor Jeff, why are people unsatisfied today? Why Why do you think that is? Oh, I think, well, there's a lot of reasons. Yeah. But, and one of the things I think, and this isn't really on our topic here, but as you were talking, it made me think, you know, a lot of times too many choices 
mm. make us <laughs> unsatisfied, you know? Yeah. I, I go to, a, when we go to a restaurant and I get the menu and I look at the menu, sometimes it, I'm just overwhelmed by yeah. the choices and I, I'm paralyzed by indecision and, and I end up getting the same thing that I always get, tacos, because I love tacos. Um, but I think one of the reasons that we see uh, in society is uh, that people are unsatisfied is because they're they're spiritually hungry and thirsty. They're just they're not feeding themselves spiritually. Yeah, I mean the Bible says that God has created each of us with a God shaped hole mm-hmm. uh, that only the Lord can can feel, fill. Right. And so many people, as you said, they're not feeding themselves. You know, they're they're and Jesus is heaven's bread for man's hunger basically mm. right mm-hmm. uh, and and people are just trying to go through life and i think they're really not feasting on the riches of what god has done for us they yeah. they get caught up in so many other things that they really don't surrender to uh, the lord and as a result they're not hungering and thirsting for righteousness. That's right. what Jesus is saying, that, you know, they're not spiritually hungry and, and thirsty. Right. And I think you, you spoke about this in one of your recent messages, um, and you took us to Second Peter, mm-hmm. and you listed the things that should be part of a growing life, yeah. a growing spiritual uh, uh, walk with the Lord. And verse 8 of Second Peter 1, it says, For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, then, because so there's this underlying uh, um, expectation of growth, I think, in Scripture. It, it, God doesn't, it, he saves us where we're at, but he doesn't expect us to stay there. He wants us to continue to grow and move forward and draw closer to him, grow deeper into him. And there's, we've got to understand if we're not eating, if we're not spiritually filling ourselves, we're not growing. And we're never going to be satisfied. Correct. As a result, we're always looking for the next thing. Right. We're always looking for the, the, the next quick fix to whatever Because we're issue. trying to fill that, sati- that desire with something that was not designed to fill it. Yeah. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for Jesus. In other words, blessed are those who want more of Jesus. Mm. They will be filled. They will right. be satisfied because Jesus is really what satisfies, you know, satisfies us. Right. Right. And I think a lot of people are just, they're in it for the quick meal, you know? Yeah. To, the, to use yeah. that food analogy that we started with, yeah. the problem is too many people are just eating Fast food. It's fast food Christianity. Yeah, yeah. Christianity <laughs> light. There you go. You know? Yeah. Uh, and when you think of going to a fast food restaurant versus a very nice maybe restaurant you would take your spouse to for an anniversary dinner, mm-hmm. you know, there you think, okay, we're going to be here for an hour and a half for two hours. Right. It's right. a long meal. There's several courses involved. Yep, yep. We, we have conversation. We take our time. But- Fast food, by definition, is fast. It's yeah. as quick as it, and whether it's food or not, can be probably debated. <laughs> right, right. Depending yeah. on the fast food restaurant. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And we get upset when we go through the drive-through and it takes three minutes to get our food. So, you know? what, so yeah, exactly. Or, or the person in front of us is, uh, you know, paying with cash and not a card. Oh, uh, and they drop their penny. <laughs> and they drop oh, their penny. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe what. We got to understand we can't find satisfaction by eating 
at the wrong place mm. at the wrong time or eating the wrong thing. Right. Just like in our physical body, we have to eat at the right time. You know, you, you're not supposed to eat way late at night. Right. We are supposed to eat breakfast. You know, many people skip breakfast. Mm-hmm. In our physical body, we 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 got to eat at the right time. We got to eat in the right way. We shouldn't skip meals and then eat a whole bunch the next meal because we're making up for what we skipped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we shouldn't maybe make sure that we're eating the right thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that documentary of a guy who just ate at one of the fast food restaurants for like an extended period of time. And no, what it did to his heart rate and his cholesterol oh, and his waistline was sure staggering, know. <laughs> you know, because you can't, you really don't find satisfaction in fast food. Right. You don't find real lasting satisfaction in fast food. And that's what Jesus is saying here. You've got mm. a hunger and thirst for righteousness. So maybe... Right. After the break, we can maybe identify what are some fast foods that people normally try to find satisfaction in. We'll be right back after this short break. Have you been enjoying On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff? If so, then feel free to check us out wherever you listen to your podcast for more episodes. For any more information, please check out our website at www fincastlebaptist.org slash otw or you can send us an email at otw at fincastlebaptist.org that's otw at fincastlebaptist.org now back to on the way with pastor kevin and pastor jeff welcome back to on the way i'm pastor jeff and i'm here with pastor kevin and we are talking today about having a spiritual appetite and where do we go to to fill that spiritual appetite to find satisfaction uh, we determined uh, over the past couple of sessions here that uh, satisfaction is not found in the right circumstances because you can have all the right circumstances and still be unsatisfied um, it's found in having the right attitude and and in filling yourself with the right things so we, we talked in the first session here that uh, you know, many people are unsatisfied because they're spiritually hungry and thirsty, and they're not they're not eating the right things. We kind of analogized, used the analogy of uh, fast food here. How we're we're eating Christianity light. You said I thought it was great, and we're coming out of Matthew chapter five, verse six, where Jesus says, "Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled." He's not talking about physical food; he's talking about spiritual food. And we had uh, determined we need to decide what are some of those fast food, uh, fast food options that we eat as Christians and think that it's going to fill us. Yeah, because I found this amazing statistic. You'll love this, Pastor Jeff. That every day, one out of every three Americans eat fast food. Isn't okay. that an amazing That's statistic? Amazing. Okay, so I'm sitting here. You're sitting here. Adults. Yeah. 85, 85 million, million adults eat fast food nearly every day in the United States. So Gosh. there's three of us in this room here. Right. There's yeah. me, you, yeah. and, and our producer. producer. Right. Which one of us ate fast food today? Yes, it was him. It was you can't pretty- see him on camera, but he's waving his hand. Right? I did not. He's eating it today. I'm not eating fast food yeah, today. No. Right. But isn't no, that thanks. an amazing statistic? That is I mean, it's just so convenient. Startling. 
you know, it, it, it's relatively inexpensive. Is it any wonder America is <laughs> what they say the most obese nation yeah, exactly, in the world? Exactly. Any wonder? No. Yeah. We're so not what are some fast foods? When I think of a, think of a guy named Solomon in the Bible, mm-hmm. and he tried to find satisfaction by eating fast food. He, yeah. he tried to find satisfaction without God. He called it in Ecclesiastes chapter two, living life uh, under the sun. In other words, you know, mm-hmm. without the Lord as a part of his life. And right. he tried everything to find satisfaction. The first thing he tried was pleasure. I mean, he, he tried partying, he tried alcohol, he tried women, and he concluded that none of it satisfied. Mm-hmm. And when that didn't satisfy him, he went to projects and he built large homes. He planted vineyards and gardens and constructed parks and and all which were wonderful things. But he said at the end of the day, it was all meaningless because it wouldn't last. Mm. It wouldn't be an eternal. Then he tried possessions. Yeah. And this is the king. He owned more stuff than anyone had mm-hmm. before him. He was the wealthiest man of his day and the wealthiest man that there had ever been up into human history. And he just said it didn't satisfy. You know, right. kind of reminds me what. <laughs> you know, Jesus talked about that same very thing that, yeah. you know, money doesn't satisfy. Yeah, exactly. And Jesus says you should lay up treasures elsewhere, mm-hmm. not just here on earth. And Solomon, you know, being the son of David, you would think, thought that David had taught him a little bit better. Right. But, you know, he had to learn this on his own, as many of us do. You know, we, we go out on our own, have to mm-hmm. learn on our own. He tried pleasure projects, pro- possessions. He also really was very prosperous. Yeah, it's silver. He had gold. Yeah. I mean, he had servants. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, he he, he had uh, uh, horses and and uh, chariots. Uh, I mean, and obviously as king, he had a lot of power, right? right. I mean, he was yeah. the most powerful guy of his day. So what he's saying is all of it was just fast food. So many people mm. get caught up in this type of lifestyle, this this. If only, you know, when I get blank, then I'll be happy and satisfied. Mm. When I get married, then I'll be satisfied. (laughs) When we have kids, then I'll be satisfied. You know, when the kids move out, I'll be satisfied. You know, (laughs) uh, when the divorce is final, I'll be satisfied. Right. Or or when I get a new car or I get a Mm. new house or whatever. If I could just achieve, if I could just have, uh, we, we see even in religious context, people just, you know, with the wrong motives. They just come to church to be seen, to right. feel good about themselves. Yeah. And what Jesus is saying here is stop eating junk. Stop yeah. eating only fast food because so many people are unsatisfied because they're spiritually hungry and thirsty and they're just eating fast food. Yeah. It's so amazing that how God kind of works this in, you know, because my devotions this morning were about this very thing, about mm. being satisfied and being filled with God. And and I've had several conversations, even today, with college students who said, you know, I just, I feel like my relationship with God was good. I started dating. And I'm just not sure that I should be dating right now. And I'm thinking maybe this is your season to kind of be focused on God, you know, mm. and really dig into Him and, and satisfy yourself in Him. Because honestly, for me, I spent a lot of time running from God. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time seeking my own pleasure and and projects and possessions and prosperity, power, just trying to fill myself up with all of those things. And what I found was 
until I found my satisfaction in Christ and in what God had done for me, none of this stuff satisfied me. It, it, for a moment it did. You know, I had enough money to pay my bills and I had extra to go on vacation. Okay, that was satisfying, but then I had to work to get more. Mm. <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle, this, this fast food. You eat a little bit and you have to have more and more and more, and it never does fully satisfy you until you feel that satisfaction. And with that's Christ. what makes the last part of verse six so amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's the part of the verse that we normally don't even focus on. Right. But he says, for they will, will. be filled, yeah. not might be filled, right. or can be filled, but they will be filled. Right. I mean, what you might think, well, that that's impossible, right? Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, man. I love one of the most famous miracles in the scriptures is the feeding of the 5,000. And it says that all of the people ate and they were all filled. And what we don't understand in American culture, that very rarely happened in that time. Yeah. You know, in American culture, we wonder what's for dinner. Right. But in most places around the world, they wonder, are we having dinner? Yeah, usually, I mean, we get three meals a day, right? And they're wondering maybe they might get one, right? You know, yeah. And, yeah, and so, true. you know, again, what he's saying is, there's, <clears throat> you know, those who hunger and thirst after righteousness will be filled. Now, you mm. know, he's talking about spiritual food, and he's using a a physical illustration. So. What does it take for me to actually experience then lasting satisfaction? How how I'm searching for satisfaction. Mm. How do I get there? What's it going to take? Well, I think the first thing you've got to realize is that you can be satisfied. Mm. It is attainable. It's not some some elusive butterfly satisfaction. We're, we you can be satisfied, and it says here in scripture. Blessed are those not who hunger and thirst after all this worldly stuff, mm. but after righteousness and after Jesus, for they will be filled. It's that that searching for the right things mm. that can fill you, and it can be done. I, I think the first thing, and, and we're up against a break, but I think we just, first of all, have to realize that you can be satisfied. It is possible. I, I, and, and that's the amazing thing about the Lord is that he does satisfy us. Mm -hmm. And when we get back after this break, we need to kind of dive into uh, how can I, practically speaking, experience real satisfaction. We'll be right back after this short break. You've been listening to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. We'd love to invite you to Fincastle Baptist Highlands Campus. We're excited for you to join our church family. With programs and events for men, women, kids, youth, and the general church, you are sure to find a place to belong and feel connected to our community. On Sundays at 9.30 a.m., we have connect groups where you can study the Bible and share life experiences. Then at 10.45 a.m., join us for our in-person service with live worship and a message from one of our pastors. If you have kids, we've got you covered. Your children can join us for a biblical time of lessons. Kids Church happens at the same time as our main services, so both you and your child can hear the Word of God. Our youth don't get left out on Sundays either. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., Fancastle Students Ignite happens. This is a great time of fellowship, games, and study in God's Word. 
There are a lot more events happening at Fincastle Baptist, and for more information, visit us at www.fincastlebaptist.org highlands. Now, back to On the Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Welcome back to On the Way. I'm Pastor Kevin. I'm here with Pastor Jeff, and we're talking about the secret to satisfaction and just practically what it takes to be satisfied. Jesus said, Mm. blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Mm. And you just said, Pastor Jeff, that the first thing that it takes for us to experience real satisfaction is to realize that it's possible, that it, it is attainable. I can experience true satisfaction. Absolutely. I mean, if you come at it from the perspective of I'm never going to get this, then, uh, you know, you have to have that hope. But so many people do that. So many people say, like, there's got to be more to life than this. Right. You know, I I just don't know why I'm not happy or, you know, I I just don't know what I want (laughs) in life. You know, you see that Mm -hmm. all the time with people, right? And and they, they wonder why they're not satisfied. Well, you know, when you have an injury... You, you always have symptoms, mm. you know, and, and you need to figure out what the root of the injury is. You know, if you break your arm, you're going to have a fever probably. Mm-hmm. And you're going to treat the fever and not treat the arm. You're going to have to go and find the root of the problem. So I think maybe even with this, the first thing is maybe we've got to recognize what the root of the problem is. We've got to find the real hunger. Instead of treating those symptoms, we've got to find the, the real hunger in our life. Yeah, because nothing can take the place of God in your life. Again, right. God has created us with a God-shaped hole that only he can fill. Mm. Not prosperity, not possessions, not pleasure, not preference, not power, not religion, right? I mean, you know, nothing can take the place of of, of the Lord in your life. And, and, and he's put a real hunger in you for him. Mm. So I've got to recognize my real hunger. Yeah, I had a, a, a man at the Highlands campus that— that I led to the Lord, and and he said, you know, Pastor Jeff, I never knew how much I was looking for this. Wow, I never knew the 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 depths to which I would was sinking to try to fill this hole until it was actually filled with the right thing, with the right food. God's put a hunger in you for Him, and nothing can place take the place of God in your life. Yeah, and I nothing. think in addition to recognizing you know my real hunger i got to recognize real food again mm, we're, yeah. we're talking about yeah. that fast food that that doesn't satisfy you know <laughs> i mean i i got to re- listen you can go a month without food you can go about 3 or 4 days without water some people can go somewhere of 5 to 6 minutes without air but <laughs> in the spiritual realm you can't go 1 second without jesus christ that's right uh, and and you got to recognize what real food is. Uh, I love what somebody said. We should focus on Jesus, like a hungry man focuses on getting food because only Jesus satisfies. There you go. You, you know, yeah. have you ever been so hungry, Pastor Jeff, that you're you're hangry? Um. Yes. Yeah. I, have. <laughs> yeah. I have. I have. I was going to say something there about you know another member of my family, but I decided against that so uh, <laughs> yeah i mean they're just so but, hungry yeah and and when we get hungry it it's influences all we everything. can focus on right it changes everything the way you see everything the way you hear things it changes you when you're that hungry right and that's where the the word hangry comes from right a right. mix of hungry and angry <laughs> right. and so as a result we've got to recognize what real food is and i think there's a you know there's a 
I mean, I think I think we also maybe could use the illustration that once I find a good place to eat, it's amazing how I tell everybody about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's I, true. I, I mean, you know, I and, and if I find a good place to eat with good food, it's amazing how I don't let little things like the temperature of the restaurant, the other people in the restaurant, uh, you know, whether the restaurant has all my preferences. If I'm really hungry, all I want is food. And once you uh, find that kind of restaurant, you tell everybody, hey, have you tried out this restaurant? And, yeah. and that's what witnessing is. It's it's one beggar telling another beggar where they found food. Yeah. Yeah. And even sometimes the restaurant, the outside of the restaurant might not look all that great. Mm. You know, I tell people sometimes I, I'm a, whole, a fan of the hole in the wall restaurant. I like the ones that are in the back of the gas station where it's like you're wondering if you're going to get salmonella or not. Right. Those are the good restaurants. Those are the ones you're always going to end up. You're either going to end up really sick or you're going to end up really full because they're really good food. So I think what our listeners can take away from today about searching for satisfaction is don't take Pastor Jeff's advice on any restaurant. Or do First of all, if you want really good Taco food. Taco Bell rather than Chick-fil-A. No. <laughs> And now he's saying he chooses the back of the gas station restaurant over normal restaurants. Well, so no, I didn't say that. Now, I go to normal restaurants too, but but I, uh, some of the best restaurants have a pretty rough looking exterior. That is true. That's and, what I'm trying and to say. <laughs> some of the best believers, yeah, might have a pretty rough looking exterior. Yeah, exactly. You can't judge a restaurant by the outside of right. it. There's a there's a TV show that my kids watch. It's called Is It Cake. Have you ah, ever seen that show? I have. So they make these cakes that yeah. look just like food. And then they have to stand back a little ways and say, okay, which one is the real hamburger? Uh-huh. And it's really <laughs> difficult to discern. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's true in our spiritual walk, mm-hmm. too. Because yeah. a lot of times what the world offers looks like it's going to satisfy. It looks like it's real food. And then when you dive into it, it's it leaves you wanting. It leaves you unsatisfied. And we've got to recognize what real food is and be willing to fill ourselves with that. So if I'm going to experience lasting satisfaction, I've got to recognize my real need, my mm-hmm. real hunger. Mm-hmm. I've got to recognize real food. What's the, what's the last way past Jeff that I can really experience lasting satisfaction? Well, we've got to know what it means to be filled. We've got to mm-hmm. recognize filling, you know, sometimes you, you eat so much and you eat so quickly that you overfill yourself. You ever mm. walked away from the table and been like, oh, you know, I shouldn't have eaten that last piece of chocolate pie. Right. You know, you're a chocolate pie fan. Uh, chocolate cake. Chocolate apple cake, pie. apple pie, you know, yeah. whatever. Mix yeah. them together, same uh, thing, whatever. Yeah. Now, I'm not a fan of either one, but that's okay. <laughs> but, you know, we eat too much and we walk away thinking, oh, I'm too full. And I don't know that you can get too full on in spiritual growth. I think it's, it, you're constantly going to have more of an appetite and we got to know what it means to really be filled and we have to fill with the right thing. Yeah. I love how Jesus said it in John chapter four, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks mm. the water I give him will never thirst. Yeah. Indeed the water I give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Mm. Uh, Jesus good. is saying, you've got to move from, I want God in my life to I need God in my life to I got to have God in my life because nothing else satisfies. He's the only thing Mm. 
the only one that will bring true lasting satisfaction. So we're talking about searching for satisfaction, but every one of these beatitudes that Jesus is giving implies something. It implies that we take action. Right. It, we yeah. can't, it, it won't just automatically happen. Uh, it, mm-hmm. We can't be passive. Right. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. It, it implies that we have to do something. It implies right. uh, uh, some effort on our part, then they will be filled. Yeah, because you can know what your real hunger is. You can know that there's real food there, and you can know what it means to be filled and just sit there and look at it. And, and it's not until you take action and you take steps to put that into your life that you are going to be filled. And so that brings us to this point, that you are as full of God as you want to be. There's enough God to fill you up, but you are as full of him as you want to be. It means you can grow. You don't have to be stuck where you're at. You can change what you're filling yourself with and fill yourself with the right things. If we can help you along those lines, we have lots of resources. We would love to help you. Our email will be at the close of this broadcast. Thanks for listening today. You've been listening to On The Way with Pastor Kevin and Pastor Jeff. Do you have a question for the pastors? Feel free to email us at otw at fincastlebaptist.org. That's otw at fincastlebaptist.org. To listen to more On The Way, visit fincastlebaptist.org slash otw. Or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for joining us while you've been On The Way.